Welcome to episode 11 of Armchair Donkeys. We've got another great Colorado Buffalo on the show today. Damon Wheeler was a lockdown corner in Boulder when I arrived on campus in 1998, who went on to get drafted uh, by the San Diego Chargers and play professional football for eight seasons in the NFL, XFL, and the Arena League. Uh, Bob, you played in the Arena League as well. Did the two of you guys ever uh, get a chance to play against each other out there? I don't think so. I don't remember because um, when I was in with the crush in 03, were you in it? You were in L.A., oh, yeah. right? I, I, no. Yeah, I was there. OK, yeah. OK. I know we yeah. I know when I was in Austin, we went to L.A. one time, too. I just don't remember what year that was. Shit, it seems okay. like it was so long ago. I can't remember. Right, right, right. When those things even happened anymore. Yeah. Almost a decade. All right, gents, we've seen a ton of movement already starting to happen in the college football coaching world. Michigan State throws $90 million over 10 years at Mel Tucker. Penn State throws $75 million over 10 years at James Franklin. Franklin. Brian Col Kelly bolts on Notre Dame for LSU. Crazy to think that uh, the LSU job is a more desir desirable job than Notre Dame in today's college football landscape. Mario Cristobal leaves, for or leaves Oregon for Miami. And Lincoln Riley bails on Oklahoma for USC. You know, you know all these moves, uh, they're going to have a huge impact on recruiting. And one would imagine that the transfer portal is going to be stacked with kids this season. It's nice that the kids have that option because in 1998 wheels, we had just got done beating the brakes off the Oregon Ducks in the Aloha Bowl. And ironically, during that same week, Air Force was playing Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl, Bowl, and rumors were circulating that week leading up to the game that our head coach, Rick Neuheisel, was being courted by the University of Washington. And I remember him telling us that he wasn't going anywhere and there was no need to worry. And then we got mm -hmm. back in the new year and he laid it on all of us at that team meeting that he was leaving for Washington. Now, you were a lot more invested than I was at that time, being that this was right before your senior year. Mm -hmm. what, what was going through your mind when, when Slick Rick laid that news on us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, um, I always thought uh, Coach New was a, a great coach. Um, and, you know, what I come to realize now, being older, that it's a business. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, like Riley, he, you know, told his kids, like, maybe a couple days before uh, he left, like, this is going to be the college mecca of the world. And then he goes and tells USC the same thing. It's a business, man. You know what I mean? And um, and really, I just felt like as long as I had my brothers with me on the team, I mean, we played the game anyway. You know what I mean? We go out there, we fight. I mean, we, we, we you know, we. We wake up, we we go to practice together, we eat together. You know, I, we spend more time together as players with the, than with the coaches. So I was just like, you know, if you know if he's gone, we still gonna fight on. You know, fight, fight, fight. That's what we do, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you think that if we were playing, uh, I mean, we lost Taylor Barton. I think he was the only guy that transferred at that time. Uh, do you think that if the you know the today's climate existed when we played, we might have lost a couple more guys that, that would have left with him? Or do you think that our, our bond was strong enough to where, I mean, obviously today's generation is a little bit, I don't want to say softer, uh, but they kind of, they're a little bit baby. They're babied way more than we were. So I, I don't know, man. It's, I, I'm curious if we'd have lost more guys had, had, had 
you know, what's currently in, in place in the transfer portal being available to these kids, if it was available for us, we probably would have lost a couple more. You got to think oh, we would have lost a couple more. We definitely would have lost a, a few more people. I mean, there were some dudes that were heartbroken over, over that uh, that coaching move when, when Rick first left. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. But, yeah, um, I definitely think uh, a few more guys would have would have moved. But um, I think the ones that stayed, you know, really, we, we really had a bond. And uh, and I think we did good, man. Coach Barnett came in there and, you know, he brought a good coaching staff with him. Um, I, you know, Coach McMahon, you know, rest in peace. He was he was a hell of a DB coach, man. Loved him. Loved him. You know, he he really, you know, told me you need to be you need to come up and hit people that he said, you know, the knock on you is you're small. He was like, if you want to get drafted, come hit some MFers in the mouth. And, you know, you know, my senior year, man, I, I went out there and I tried to do that, man. And you did do that. I think you, uh, yeah. you you knocked out Kansas. Was it Kansas's wide receiver in that game that we played against Kansas? You knocked somebody out who was a big-time receiver on the other team. Yeah, yeah. The one I really remember, though, was San, uh, San Jose. San Jose. Back San Jose. The running State. back came out yep. on the screen. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I just, yeah, I caught him. Yeah, I caught him. He was done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. All right, Bob. Well, we got absolutely torched over the weekend wheels. By oh, I know. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> It was by far our worst week of the season. Uh, you know, the the gambling game is very similar to the game of golf. The moment you think you have it figured out, it'll kick you in the dick. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. as, as in golf, we should be taking the shots that we know we can make rather than trying to punch a seven iron under two sets of trees to the green. I mean, you got to protect your bankroll at all times, whether you're up big or you're down big. And the moment you lose your focus and throw money into the wind, it's going to bite you in the ass. You know, wheels, right, you, right. you just started dabbling, dabbling in the world of sports betting, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Yep. How's the season been treating you so far? Um, you know what? I'm, um, I'm doing okay. I haven't lost no money. I'll tell you that. I haven't lost no money yet. So I'm still playing with house money. So that's, that's, always, that's always good. And hold that's on. Before I go further, when you're under them two trees – in golf, pull yep. out your driver, man. Pull out your driver. <laughs> punch it out there. About a hundred and something out, man. You know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> yeah, we, hey Wheels, play a round of golf with Bo. If he's a hundred yards in, his putter comes out. Putt, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter where the hell he is. He's coming from hundred oh. yards in. Oh, I got buddies that do that too, man. I got buddies that do that too. But um, you know what? Um, I've come close to winning some big tickets. You know, I've come very close. And so it seemed like the ones who let me down are the ones that's supposed to win. You know what yeah. I mean? Are supposed to win. Like the Jets ain't supposed to beat nobody. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? <laughs> uh, and the, the Lions. Like last week they beat the Vikings. Like yeah. I thought the Vikings was going to, you know, start making a push. But, man, they're not trying to make no push, man. And okay. Cooks is out right now too. So. I've never, seen play that game, did they? I've never seen a team like the Vikings. They find a way to lose in the goofiest ways. Right. Week in and week out. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, they had yeah. no no Thielen and no Cooks in that in that game, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Right. Yeah. I think Thielen got hurt in the game. Yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt in the game. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. All right, gents. Well, let's jump into it. Uh I'm gonna take us to the only college game that we've got this week. We got the eight and three. Army Black Knights taking on the three and eight 
Navy midshipmen. Uh, this game usually takes place in Philly, but being that this is the 20-year anniversary of 9-11, this year's game is being played in the Meadowlands just outside of New York City. Army's a seven-and-a-half point favorite in this game, and the over-under is set at 36-and-a-half. If I'm being honest, I haven't seen either of these teams play this season, so I had to go to the analytics here. Army has the second-best rushing attack in college football this season. Navy has a pretty solid defense against the rush, uh, but they have struggled to move the ball against good teams. Air Force, who I considered betting when they played Army, lost to Army by a touchdown in overtime in that game. And Air Force destroyed Navy 23-3 earlier in the season where they held Navy to just 37 uh, yards rushing. I will say this about these two, two teams. They, they all, or all three of these teams, they all run the triple option. So while, so while that offense can sneak up on a Cincinnati who only beat Navy by seven points, Army, Air Force, and Navy, they see it every day in practice. Mm. And both of them, as a result, are pretty stout against the run. The under in this game has covered 15 games in a row. And in football games involving uh, these three military service programs, the under has hit in 49 out of 50 games, which is pretty crazy. Like, like we talk about, Bob, when you're at a roulette table and you see a streak, you never bet against that red or black streak. You jump yep. on the streak. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, if you want to play this game safe, I would take Army minus seven and a half and the under 36 and a half, as I think Navy is going to have a tough time scoring in this one, just like they did against Air Force. Although I will say this, Navy fired their OC and replaced their quarterback after that game, and they have been putting up better numbers ever since. Uh, do you guys know any anything about either of these two teams or have any thoughts on this game? I got no. no. I got no thoughts besides the fact that it's a cool game every year because it's the two academies going against each other. It'll be even a cooler experience because they're doing it in New York City or mm-hmm. Jersey, if you want to be precise about it. But um, moving it to New York for the 20th anniversary, but – when it comes to football, I don't know a damn thing about either of these schools besides <laughs> the fact that they run triple option. It's going to be a physical game, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, it's Navy's – this is Navy's bowl game. Army's uh, going to a bowl. So, you never know. This game could go either way. I, I, I think it's tough to to not take that under just because – although if I take it, it'll probably lose. So, I, I might just stay away in this one. <laughs> Right. All right, all right, Wheels, kick us off in the NFL. The Steelers are a three-and-a-half-point dog in Minnesota. The over-under in this game is 43-and-a-half. All right, well, I'm going to tell you what. I think Big Ben is going to try to go out with a bang. You know, they just, you know, uh, announced something that, you know, this might be his last season. They haven't been doing good. Um, I don't think Coach um, Tomlinson is is on the hot seat yet. They, I, I feel like you know they're kind of rebuilding right now. And um, let me see the the uh, Pittsburgh O line is doing a whole lot uh, better, keeping big uh, big men protected. Um, the Vikings obviously lost to the 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 Lions last week, and the Vikings got sacked maybe three or four times. Um, what's the quarterback? Um, Cousins. Cousins got sacked three or four times, and the Lions' D, D line is not even that good. So you know what I mean? And uh, Pittsburgh brings a physical brand of football. You know what I mean? So I feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to snap on the Vikings this week. <laughs> so you, you like you like the money line in that one too, or just taking the three and a half? No, I'm going to take the three and a half. 
Yeah, okay. I'm gonna say, man, listen, I'm going to I, I'm three three and a half, and you know I can buy a point or two. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna buy that half point, you know, and just go minus three. Smart, so, not not yeah. to get the hook. Jo- Joey likes to take the hook on, but uh, that's a very smart. Yeah, play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any thoughts on this game, Bob? Uh, you know what? I, I mean, I like where Wheels' head is. I I was damn sure the bet against the Steelers last week against the <laughs> right. Ravens. You know, that was the yeah. game I thought for sure the Ravens could cover. They couldn't even beat the Steelers. Um, I mean, I'm not still overly impressed with mm. what the Steelers are doing offensively, but when Watt is on the field and he's healthy – that defense is it's silly, man. Right. They are so right. good. So, uh, you know, I, I like I like where Wheels is at on this one. If if and also if Adam Thielen doesn't play, that's real big for the Steelers. Yeah, you're so, right. Yeah. And, and yeah. Cooks Cooks not playing. No, not at uh, all. Yeah, I, Madison is still a solid back though. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think the Steelers, they, they consistently find to win games ugly, and I might even entertain taking them on the money line in this game. Uh, Bob, take us to Denver. The Detroit Lions are a seven-and-a-half-point dog at the Broncos. The over-under in this game is 42. The Lions are hot, baby. They got one win. <laughs> feeling good, they're feeling good about themselves. They got, they got momentum. They got that taste in their mouth. They know what it's like to win a football game. Uh, I think the Broncos are a little lost right now. Uh, you know, Bridgewater's not playing well. They're not protecting them. They they go out and, and give big money to both these receivers on the Broncos, and I don't even think either of them has caught more than two balls a game. Man, they, they were t- ghosts on Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's been like it's been like that for two or three games after they all after they both of those guys signed big deals. Um, and but my other reason is, you know, the Lions, sure, they've only won one game, but they have they have been in a lot of games. I mean, yes. They have lost a lot of close games. So uh, I like the Lions and the points because I'm just – I think the Broncos, like I said, are a little lost. And, hey, the Lions are feeling it, man. They're going to go – What's the game. points on that one? The Lions are getting seven and a half. Oh. A touchdown. I, I like a t- – I, I, I don't think they lose. I, I don't know if they win. I don't give a damn if they win or lose. But – I don't think they lose by more than a touchdown in this game. Mm-mm. The Chiefs' defense has not looked impressive this year, and no. the Broncos could not do anything against them. So I don't know how a lines maker can sit there and look at this game and think that the Broncos deserve seven and or deserve to give anybody seven and a half points to start the game. I have no idea, man. The way the, the way right. the Broncos looked on Monday night, they looked really bad, really bad. All right, gents, I'm going to take us to Glendale, Arizona. The Rams are getting two and a half points in this one, and the over-under is set at 51 and a half. So the Cardinals served the Rams a piece of humble pie a couple weeks ago at SoFi, but that was a different Rams team. No Vaughn Miller. They had Deshaun Jackson and Robert Woods at right wide receiver. Now they've got OBJ. I know it was against the Jags last week, but I think the Ram- this Rams team is starting to gel a little bit, especially on the de- defensive side of the ball. For Arizona, Kyler's coming off an injury, and although he p- played pretty well last week, uh, that was uh, you know against a Chicago Bears defense that's been completely depleted of their star players this year. The Rams' offense has the ability to put a little pressure on Kyler and Cliff Kingsbury. Also keep in mind we've got no J.J. Watt in this one. In that loss at SoFi, the Rams were coming off the high of beating Tom Brady and the Super Bowl champs with a packed house full of celebs. 
they'll be much more focused in this game. We know how tough it is to beat the same team twice in one season. And we know the NFL has a sneaky way of evening itself out. I like buying the Rams to plus three and on the money line. I also think a win for the Rams lends to a better storyline and a potential trilogy in the playoffs. Any thoughts here, guys? Go ahead, Bob. You know, I I still believe in the Rams. Um, you know, in the offseason, I, I bet them to win the Super Bowl. I still think they have all the talent. And I just think there's one, they're one of those teams, like they're going to figure it out at the right time and they're going to get hot and they're going to play well. And this is one of those games where they're going to play the team with the best record in the NFL. And I think I'm with you, Bo. I think they're going to show up. I think they're going to have probably their best game of the year so far. Um, You know, there's so much parity in the NFL, but when, when it's a big game, usually these big, these big time players on teams that are supposed to win and are supposed to be contenders will show up because that's what the NFL wants to see. Um, so I, I, I'm rolling with you, Bo, on this. I like the Rams. Take the points. I, I think that's a good bet. Wheels? Man, I got to go. I gotta, I'm, I've been riding with the Cardinals, man. I, I really like uh, Kyler Murray. Um, he's hard to contain, man. You don't know what he's going to do. And, he can throw the rock, man. He can throw the rock. And he has, you know, receivers to throw it to. Um, Drake is healthy, right? Uh, Kenyon Drake? Yeah. I believe he's playing. I didn't I didn't look into that, no. Yeah, I'm, if, if, yeah if he's healthy, because, you know, the Rams is not that good um, um, stopping a run. I don't think the, the Rams is very good stopping a run. So if they get a good solid run game going – you know, it's going to open up the passing the passing game. And I'm going with the Cardinals myself. You mean, you mean James Conner? Conner. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Conner. Yeah, Connor. yeah he's, Connor. he's healthy. Kenyon, yeah. I, think, I think he plays for the Dolphins, doesn't he? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Conner. James Conner. James Conner, yeah. Yeah. Conner. I, I believe he is healthy, yeah. Yeah, he's right. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's going to be tough on the Rams. They're a pass rushing team. They're not a, a run stopping team, so – He's he's going. They're going to feed Connor this week, I think. And we got VJ there uh, on defense, calling that defense up. So yeah, I, I, listen, I uh, I like Kyler too. I think uh, he's fun to watch. I like that Cardinals team. Uh, it's just the NFL's got this weird little deal of, of evening these things out, and you got a division rival going on. Both teams will be pumped, and I'm betting the storyline that they want the trilogy. Think about it. If it's one and one going into a playoff matchup, everyone's just gonna be so much more hyped to watch that game. Right. And and that's that's where my gut's feeling on that thing is right now. Are the are the refs gonna control this one? <laughs> Zebras might be involved. I don't know. I gotta see which way the money falls. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. All right, Bob, take us to Tampa where the Bills are a three and a half point dog against the Bucks. The over-under in this game is 53 and a half. Uh, man, I like, I like Tampa at home, uh, and, and giving up the points. Um, you know, I just think that the the bills are just not playing at a level that everybody thought they should be playing at on both sides of the ball. Um, and I just, I can't, can't go against Brady, the guy. And now they're all talking about the bucks and the Patriots Mm -hmm. Brady versus Belichick. And, so there's this whole other narrative coming up now where 
you know, get that guy motivated about something and, and he's going to play well. So I just don't have a, I don't have a ton of confidence in the bills right now and the way Josh Allen's playing or the way their defense is playing. And how can you not have confidence in Tom Brady and what he gets guys to do and rally around him? So I'll give up the points and I like, I like the bucks at home. Minus three and a half. You're going to buy that half or just ride it at minus three and a half. I don't know yet. We'll see. I haven't, I haven't done anything yet. I'll probably buy it though. Wheels thoughts on the game, man. I'm going like Bob said, I'm going with the bucks and they need to feed Leonard Fournette, man. They need to give him the rock, man. Let, let them, you know, wear the defense down, and then everything is going to open up for Tom Brady, man. And you know Brady was all eyes on that game, and what did Belichick do to the Bills? He beat the shit out of their defensive line and just pounded them. Uh, that uh, Ramondre Stevenson is a hell of He's a He's going to be a hell of a bat, for real. He, but, but to your point, Wheels, Leonard Fournette, he could do something similar to what uh, Stevenson did oh, yeah. uh, in Tampa this weekend. All right. I feel like we just did this game, Bob, but let's go to Cleveland. <laughs> the Ravens are, <laughs> are two-and-a-half-point dogs in Cleveland. The over-under is set at 42. This game's interesting. The Browns just played the Ravens in their last game and then went into a bye week, which means they've been watching game tape on the Ravens for three straight weeks. Uh, the Ravens' defense is great. Justin Tucker's phenomenal. But Lamar needs help on offense in Baltimore. I think the bye week gives Baker a chance to heal both physically and me- mentally. Browns have been living Ravens, like I said, for three weeks. If they don't win this game on Sunday at home, the entire coaching staff and Baker need to go after the season's over. I like the Browns on the money line in this game. Uh, probably be somewhere around 135, 140. Any thoughts here, guys? I don't want to talk about either of these damn teams. Both of them <laughs> piss me. Both of them piss me off. Right. <laughs> the Browns have all the talent in the world, and they can't figure out how to do shit with it. Mm-hmm. And the Ravens just—I mean, I don't know. The last couple of weeks, I—I I understand Lamar Jackson needs help, but come on. I mean, some of the balls he's throwing, some of the mistakes he's making are just unacceptable, and he's putting his team in a terrible position. So, I am not getting anywhere near this football game. That's—that's that's my take on it. Wheels, I'm I'm gonna go Ravens because I'm a Ravens fan. Just you okay. know, I mean, Boy, we got we got to teach you rule number one is you can't bet with your heart. Yeah, uh-uh. that's that's our rule number one of okay is never bet with. You. That's why we try and stay away from the buffs. Yeah, we don't ever okay. talk about that. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah, but the I, you know I'm a, like I said I'm I'm a Ravens fan, and Lamar Jackson he didn't play to. He didn't play too well the last few weeks. He he continues yeah. to fumble the ball, man. Like, I mean, you got to tuck the ball. When you're a runner, you got to tuck the ball. He's trying to do too much. Yes. Uh, and uh, I, I just feel like it's it's like a couple weeks ago we talked about Jalen Hurts in Philly trying to do too much, and then all of a sudden they get the running game going. The running game, other than Lamar, is non-existent in Baltimore. Right, right. If – Whoever has the less, the least amount of turnovers is going to win this game. You're probably right. Yeah, maybe, I like that call. maybe the under. Uh, what did I say? The under, the under 42. Shit, that's that's nothing. But this could that's be a seven, 17 to 10, 13 to 10 type of game. Right. Yeah. And it's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. 
Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Wheels close us out in Kansas City, where the Raiders are getting 10 points against the Chiefs. Chiefs, the over under in this game is 48. Well, this is, um, you know, one of them games where it's a conference game, a divisional game, right? Um, the uh, the Chiefs have problems with the Raiders, period. I don't care who's that quarterback right now. Rich Gannon can come out of retirement and be the quarterback. <laughs> it's still going to be a good game. It's still going to be a good game. It's You know, it's just one of them games. And I don't think that the uh, the Chiefs defense, especially the secondary, is going to be able to stop the Raiders' offense. And they need to feed um, – um, what's the running back? Uh, Jacobs. They need Josh to feed Jacobs. him more. Yeah. Feed him. You know, yeah. like if he's if he's busting loose, the pass game is going to be open. And and the Chiefs' de- uh, uh, running defense is not that good to me either. So you know, um, let Derek Carr do his thing. You know, you you got I got a love hate relationship with Derek Carr. I done lost some money with Derek Carr. A lot of money. <laughs> let me tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like I bet a little bit of money, but bet a lot of teams. And had a chance to win a lot of money, and Derek Carr blew it for me. He's a Jekyll so, and Hyde type quarterback. Yes. You, never, you never know who you're gonna get with him. Yes, but I'm taking the Raiders. <laughs> I'm taking the Raiders on this one, man. That's too many points. That's too many points. Bob, any thoughts here? Uh, you know, uh, the Raiders hurt me last weekend too. You know, I, <laughs> I, I thought I, I just couldn't believe the way that game turned out, but. Uh, you know, I, I don't. You know, I, I don't mind the Raiders and the points in this one either, just because I'm not sold that the Chiefs are firing on all cylinders yet. And, and if they do, if they do decide to feed Josh Jacobs and run the ball and and open up that passing game with the, the weapons they have on the outside for Carr, I think it. I think it'll be a close game. So I, I like that bet. Uh, Den- Denver had a lot of success running the ball against um, the, the Chiefs, Chiefs last yeah. week. That's yeah. Not- that's another really good uh, – the kid out of North Carolina, I think he's, he's a North, good. He's a good he, player, man. Him him, and, and uh, Stevenson, it's Ramondre, are, are two phenomenal rookie running backs that put yeah. a lot of pressure on the defense. And I agree. Like, if they could get Josh Jacob, uh, Jacobs going again or going a little bit, it, it'll help Derek Carr in that passing game. I, Tom Cable's there, right? It, yeah, Tom's there. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a great old line coach. You know, he wants to run the ball, uh, and that's like you said, division game. I don't see what the odds makers, other than the fact that it's Patrick Mahomes and all the donkeys are probably going to play the Chiefs just because it's the Chiefs at home. Uh, I think a lot of people have the tendency to get into a mindset of, oh, they should beat them by that many points, and so that's why a lot of people typically tend to uh, bet the favorite in games. So, yeah, I, I, tens too many in the NFL. So I'm, I'm with you, Wheels. I like uh, I like the Raiders in this one. Yes, yes. There we go. All right, <laughs> hey, well, I'm 3-0 and right now. Bo, Bo, I got, I got one question for the Mountain West guru. Yeah, shoot. Is the CSU job better than the Nevada job? You know that guy just – CSU just hired the head coach from Nevada. Is, the, is Colorado State job better than the Nevada job? It's it's Reno versus – I mean, I think Reno is a pretty cool little town. Maybe you can recruit better. I don't know. I, I don't think so. 
I don't I, think so. I, I was I was just I was surprised by the hire. That's why I just was curious. That that to me doesn't make like you're you're you don't see very often uh, teams picking off coaches in their own conference. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's not really an upgrade. So maybe there's some other reason as to why that guy would bounce to. I mean, I was just curious since you chose to wear that hat this this college football season. It's the, our Mountain West guy. I thought maybe you had some insight. Eleven and three, baby. Eleven. And, I closed out the season eleven and three, and I smacked the championship game on the money line and right. with the points on the underdog. So I'll take yeah. it. Hey, well, let me tell you. Like I said, when you talked about Coach New leaving, it's a business. They probably be offering them more money, man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, we know, we know that the, the lady that put up a bunch of money at CU is a uh, CSU alum, and maybe she's donating to that program, too. So. I don't think uh. so. No? I don't think so. <laughs> all right. So. Well, that's, that's all the time we have for you guys today. Uh, please give us a follow at Armchair Donkeys to get our weekly plays in real time on our Instagram story. And hit that YouTube subscribe button to stay up to date with the next couple episodes. Thanks for joining us today, Wheels. It's been great to, uh, to catch up. Yeah, man. Hey, hold on. Let me say one more thing. When I go 3-0 this week, I want to be back on next week, man. Okay. Wheels, if you go 3-0, and you got a standing spot on this deal. Hey, deal? hey send me the paperwork, man. And I'm gonna... <laughs> But we're, not, we're not getting shit for this, so you know there's no paperwork. Hey, send me the contract. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate y'all, man. I love my bro- buff brothers, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Love your wheels. Go All Buffs. Right. Good luck. This yes. See you, bud. All right, bye. Yes.